opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the first book match of 2024. I'm Shannon, and if you're listening to this on the replay or a podcast, we are here on January 4th, 2024. This is Book Match. We are here the first and third Thursdays of each month, and we are all about book recommendations here. So what we do, if you've not been here before, is I will ask you to raise your hand if you are looking for a book recommendation or if you have a book recommendation to give, because I am not the only one who can give book recommendations. So if you've read something fantastic and you want the world to know about it, please raise your hand and let us know when you're called upon. Um, if you're looking for a book recommendation and you haven't asked me for one before, um, what I generally do is ask you to tell me a little bit about what you enjoy reading. If there are things that you specifically do not enjoy, you can also let me know about those. Um, if you have certain criteria, like maybe you only want to read books that are available on Bard or Bookshare, or maybe things that are available in some kind of audio format, but not an ebook, um, you can also let me know those things. And I will do my best to come up with some recommendations for you. It is possible to ask me something that I don't know the answer to. Um, that, that's sad, but it is possible. So if that happens, um, I will ask you to come back the next time we meet. And in between those times, I will research your question and hopefully come back with some book recommendations for you. Tonight is a good night, A, because we're here talking about books, but also because for the first time since updating to iOS 17, I have a working Braille display. Let's all celebrate. All right, so let us get started with book recommendations. If you have one to give or to uh, receive, Definitely raise your hand. Uh, Jean will call on you. And of course, I have to thank Jean for hosting us tonight and Brad for streaming to ACB Media 5, as well as connecting us to Clubhouse. So Deborah um, is first. All right. I think we're pretty much covered as far as housekeeping information. Um, if I remember anything critical, I will uh, sprinkle it in throughout the hour. Deborah. Hello. Well, Hello. actually, I'm presently reading uh, a book by Lindsay Wong. It's got a really, really long title. Um, now, I found it here in, in Canada on um, the, Sec the Center for Equitable Library uh, Services, and I'm sure you could get it on, uh, on BARD or Bookshare. <laughs> It's a funny title, but it's a very, very heavy read. Um, it's it's called the Woo Woo. It's a superstitious word for uh, ghosts, 
And it's woo woo is like W O O dash O O. And the rest of the title goes how I survived uh, ice hockey, drugs, raids, and mental illness. It's about a, uh, a Chinese family that moved from Hong Kong. And uh, it's quite common in some Chinese women who have been um, um, sheltered and have had a, a, a poor upbringing to experience um, um, I don't know how to word this and, and not be in, um, trying to be sensitive, but madness, uh, mental ah. illness. It, it is true. It is a common thing. And this, this young girl, um, she is, she's not, she has a couple of physical disabilities. And in that kind of culture, um, they see that as weakness. And their parents will do anything, anything, up into including um, abuse to try to rid them of the woo-woo of this, what they call. And they get really... It's, it's dangerous, but this woman, she does overcome this and she finds out what her disabilities are and that she's, she's worked through it. It's, it's like I say, it's a very, very heavy read. So you know, some of it, I got to tell you, some of it curls my hair. Uh, the, the hair stands up on the back of my neck. And it's like, okay, I got to walk away from this book, but I got to know what's happening. And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's out there. <laughs> just thought I just thought I'd mention it. I'm very glad you did. I am always looking um, for new memoirs, you know, that I haven't already heard of. So this is definitely one that I will be checking out. The other um, one, if I might mention. we could find it here. Um, I'm going to stop I... you for just a second okay. to make sure we don't have any other hands. Um, and if we don't, then you are certainly welcome to mention. Are we clear, Jean, or do we have somebody else? No one else at the moment. All right, then, Deborah, you are good to go. The other book that I would, uh, that I was reading that, might interest some folks is um, the author is is uh, Frank Conroy, and the uh, it's called Body and Soul. It's a, it's about a, uh, a, a poor fellow and his mom in the nineteen thirties, um, growing up, of course, in the in the depression, and later on a uh, Polish fellow who owns a bookstore takes an interest in him and he, he turns out to be a, a concert pianist and oh. he really uh he really really makes good strides and um it it's a it's a it's quite a good book as well 
Awesome. Mm -hmm. These are both um, definitely things that I will be checking out that hopefully um, we can find without too much difficulty um, here. I'm sure a lot of those are on Goodreads and, um, you know, Bard and and Bookshare um, or on Audible, whichever way people like to read. I would expect so. Um, so hopefully they would not be too difficult to find. Mm-hmm. But thank you so much for oh, welcome. recommending those. Mm-hmm. All right. Do we have anyone else, Jean? No one else at the moment. But as soon as I say that, they will come forth. Ah, sometimes that happens. But until it happens... That means that people have to listen to me talk. So if you don't want to listen to me talk anymore, um, you you know what to do. Okay, so we are going to talk about new books because it is the beginning of the year. And that means there are new books to be had. So this week, uh, the week of January 2nd, was a little bit of a light release week, um, I, I do have to say. However, there are still books that I'm excited about, um, things that I'm excited to share with you. So I'm going to start with a Rebecca Zanetti book. Um, This is Frostbitten. It is part of her Deep Ops series. It is number six. I tend to think it's important to read books in order in a series, but I know that not everybody... Um, feels that way. So I will leave it to you to decide whether you want to start with book six or if you want to, you know, go back and start from the beginning. But this is a sort of romantic suspense series. Um, Rebecca Zanetti is known for having some pretty alpha male heroes and a lot of people struggle with those. So that is definitely something to be aware of. Um, The first book in the series involves someone running away from a cult. So I'm always here for that. Um, I have not yet read this series, although I know several people who have and who have really liked it. I have read some other Rebecca Zanetti stuff that I've liked, um, but her books are kind of polarizing. I think either people really like her or they really don't. But this one is Frostbitten. And it's Deep Ops, book six, by Rebecca Zanetti. Sticking with romantic suspense, we also have um, a new Susan Stoker book. And if you've been on Mika's bookability call, you may have heard her talk about Susan Stoker in the past. So this is Searching for Heather. It is Eagle Point, Search and Rescue, book six. This is another series that I have not read. Um, Susan Stoker is also known for writing romantic suspense. She features characters who have a pretty wide variety of disabilities. Um, certain members of like security firms tend to be her protagonists. Um, they're pretty quick reads from what I understand. Pretty high action. Um, I think that the steam level can be kind of high. So if that's something that you don't want to deal with, um, Susan Stoker might not be the best choice for you. 
But this one is Searching for Heather, and it's Eagle Point Search and Rescue, book six by Susan Stoker. We also have a standalone by Alexandra Ivy, and this is sort of paranormal romance. Um, Alexandra Ivy has written several very, very long series, like her Guardians of Eternity series, um, I want to say is, is close to 20 books now. And I think that's the one that she's best known for. But this is a standalone. Um, I don't know a ton about it. Other than that, it does exist in the world. Um, Bookshare usually has her stuff, as does Audible. I don't think I've ever seen it on Bard. And of course, um, there's always Kindle. So she's she's out there um, in the world. And whether you're looking for a standalone, you know, you could dive into this new one, or you could go back, 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 back in her backlist and check out her Guardians of Eternity series. So this once again is Wild Magic, and it's by Alexandra Ivy. We also have a fragile enchantment. This is the latest from Alison Saft, and that's Saft, S-A-F-T. She is telling a story about a seamstress with some magical abilities. This is young adult fantasy with a little bit of romance kind of sprinkled throughout. Um, this is an author that's been on my sort of to-be-read pile for quite a while. Um, that shouldn't like, say much, I guess, because my to-be-read pile is huge. Um, and so there's a lot of things on it that... You know, sometimes I, I never know if I'll get to them all. Um, this next book I am pretty excited about. This is OK Cupid by Mason Deaver. And Mason Deaver is known for writing some dark, no, not, not quite dark, maybe heavy um, young adult contemporary fiction. But they are doing something a little different here. And branching into some young adult fantasy with romantic elements, telling a story from the point of view of Cupid and what happens when Cupid learns about love, like as more than just sort of a, a thing that he brings to other people. What happens when this gets personal? So this is OK Cupid and it's by Mason Deaver here. We also have to talk about Just Happy to Be Here. This is, I think, a debut novel. Um, it's by Naomi Kanakia, and it is about a trans girl who is a new student at an elite boarding school. And you have some social justice themes here as she's trying to decide, you know, is it better to come out, let people know who she is, or should she stay under the radar and just kind of coast along? Um, I have not read this yet, although I do have it here. It came in uh, from my public library on the day that it was released. So it is one that I will be reading soon. And it is Just Happy to Be Here by Naomi Kanakia. And that's K-A-N-A-K-I-A. We are also going to talk about a historical novel, because why wouldn't we? This is The Storm We Made, and it's by Vanessa Chan. Um, and this is 
a novel about colonialism and what happens when one woman's choices shape history. So the things that she decides to do kind of echo down through the generations and not only affect her and her family, but her country and perhaps, you know, the the wider world at large. So this is The Storm We Made, and it's by Vanessa Chen. Okay. Do we want some mysteries, thrillers, suspense? I say we do. And I am very excited to tell you about one that I am currently reading. And this is First Lie Winds by Ashley Elston. I found this on Bookshare um, as both an ebook and an audiobook. Bookshare doesn't have a ton of audio um, for obvious reasons, but it does have some. And I'm always a little bit surprised when I see something that I'm really wanting to read, like something that my library hold list is super long for, and I can just download the audio from Bookshare, and that makes me happy. This is kind of a cat and mouse thriller um, about a woman who seems to have the perfect life, only the person she's pretending to be doesn't exist at all. And what you learn, and I'm going to be very careful, um, you know, what I tell you about this because I don't want to spoil things, but what you learn going forward is that she has been living under a number of pseudonyms for a number of years. And, you know, why that is, I don't know yet because I haven't quite finished it. But this is First Lie Wins by Ashley Elston. And I am really, really enjoying this. Um, I think it's a great sort of first, you know, like one of my first thrillers of 2024. There's also Midnight. This is by Amy McCullough. It is a mystery set in Antarctica. And I don't know, you know, what else I need to say about that. I think there are mysteries that do this thing where people are not only battling like a killer or a criminal, but they're also battling the elements. And I'm a big fan of this particular trope. So the idea of this happening in Antarctica fascinates me. Um, this is one that my library hold list is pretty long for. So I'm waiting and waiting and waiting, not always very patiently. But this is Midnight. And once again, it is by Amy McCullough. And Diane has her hand raised. Excellent. Diana. Hi, Diana, Shannon. sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Hello. Uh, hi. Um, okay, I need some clarification. The one I, for some reason, I'm not catching the words, probably because I'm not feeling well, but um, the uh -oh. one that was the first something wins. I need the, if you could spell oh, the first lie. What? First lie. Li <laughs> first Yes. Okay. That's, that's a weird word. Okay. The first, okay. All right. Weird placement yes. of the word. I'm not used to hearing the word there. So it's like, what, did I hear that? Okay. By yep. First Lie Wins, and it's by Ashley Elston, E-L-S-T-O-N. Okay. And then um, the, okay, and then Midnight, M-I-D-N-I-G-H-T, not N-I-T-E, mm -hmm. right? 
by right. Amy AMY because I know there's AMIE and AMI and yes AMY and then MCCULOUGH. Correct. Okay. <clears throat> and then also have I, a book called uh-huh. Breathless. Um, if you're looking for like more than midnight by her, um, her 2023 novel is called Breathless. Okay. Yeah, because the Antarctica thing, that sounds really neat. Yes, um, I, I'm hoping that's good. And then um, maybe there's, if there's so I could ask my request of you for recommendations if some later, if somebody else has already got their hand raised. I think you're good. No, nope, okay. we're clear. Okay. Um, I had previously asked for recommendations for any kind of books, like um, whether it's male or female, sheriffs, game wardens, forest rangers, yes. all that kind of stuff in the Southwest. But I think I'd mm-hmm. said sheriffs in the Southwest. I'm expanding that to sheriffs, game wardens, forest rangers, anywhere in the United States. Is it, I'm hoping I'll get more recommendations than just okay. the Southwest. And of course, like Craig Johnson, you know, Walt Longmire, I love that series. Um, Joanna Brady, I love that series. That helps. All right. So one of my very favorite, yes, one of my very favorite uh, sort of sheriff books is A Hard Day for Sunshine. And it is by Dorinda Jones, D-A-R-Y-N-D-A is her her first name. Um, She writes the Charlie Davidson series, which is a paranormal series. Um, And this one has, like, it has the same feel, but it does not have paranormal elements to it. So it has sort of that, like, strong female protagonist, um, a lot of kind of family dynamics, some mysteries. It's set in New Mexico. Hmm. Um, There are three books in the series and I think she's finished it now which makes me very sad um, because I I keep hoping for a fourth but I don't think we're going to get it Um, so that is A Hard Day for Sunshine is the first book in that series Um, and I I love it a lot I think you can find all of those on Bard Um, if not on Bard, Audible, Kindle yeah absolutely um, so that is one recommendation that okay. I have for you. Um, there's also Pamela Clare, C-L-A-R-E. And she has several theories. One of them is the I-team, and that's about a team of investigative reporters. So that one's probably not going to be um, what you want. But she also has one... Um, and I'm going to quickly go to Goodreads and look this up for you. Um, but she has a series about a group of forest rangers. Hmm. And they are romantic suspense. Um, hmm. So, But Pamela Clare, I think, does a really nice job of balancing the romance and suspense so that you're not feeling like you're getting you know, so much of one and nothing of the other. Mm-hmm. Um, she's been writing for quite a while. She's done some historical romance, um, some romantic suspense, a few things that kind of, I don't know, like 
teeter as like contemporary romance, but still pretty suspenseful. Um, I'm looking up her um, Ranger series for you right now. And let's see. All right, so um, it's McKinnon's Ranger is the series, and it's, um, I'm going to spell it for you, M-A-C-K-I-N-N-O-N apostrophe S, Rangers. And the first book in that series is called Surrender. Um, the other one, just looking to see if there's anything else that she's done that's not uh, so much a part of her iTeam series, which I really like, but which wouldn't uh, wouldn't fit for your, um, you know, for what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think you you can't really go wrong with Pamela Clare. Um, she just is one of those people that like, she does what she does really well. So I would try um, Surrender. And then you can also take a look at her backlist to see if like any of her other stuff kind of um, catches your interest. Uh-huh. There's... There's also a Lisa Jackson series that's set in Montana. This is um, and it is the Chosen to Die, I think, is the first book in that series. And it is about two women police officers who are fighting crime in this small town in Montana with, hmm. of course, all of the, like, bad weather that you can think of in sort mm -hmm. of a, a winter, you know, in, in the West. And then, of course, mm -hmm. some serial killers because, you know, bad weather um, yes. isn't, isn't enough for these people <laughs> to deal with. Um, so, yeah, I would, would check out some Lisa Jackson if you haven't. Her books are long. And mm -hmm. sometimes people find that they drag in certain places. I don't find that with this series, although I have found it in some of her others. Um, I'm also not a huge fan of the audiobook narrators for this series. So I would definitely say if you're going to buy them, like from Audible, um, mm -hmm. do pay attention to the sample. And if you don't like the audio, um, you know, maybe try like Bookshare or Kindle. Okay. Uh, but Lisa Jackson has a huge backlist of romantic suspense. Um, they don't all involve the police force, but some of them do. Um, okay. There is also one other um, that comes to mind, and it's called All the Sinners Bleed. And it's by S.A. Cosby. This is a straight up mystery, um, no romance. It's set in the South and deals with 
some racial tensions, um, but also, you know, murder and mayhem um, and does sort of give you some of that like police procedural kind of feel. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Shannon. Oh, you're so welcome. Off the top of my head, I think that's what I have for you. Okay. Well, I might have a question later on if, but I'll let somebody else take the the in the limelight now. All right. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Do we have anybody? No, we don't. Oh, people, people, people. Do you want me to keep talking? Apparently you do. Okay. So one thing oh, I just There's Diana not... again. Ah, Diana. Welcome back. Yes, I'm back since nobody else was asking any questions. Absolutely. Um, slightly different, slightly different tract here. Um, I cannot even remember the name of the series, but quite a few years ago, um, Nora Roberts wrote a trilogy about that involved vampires and, and it was romance of course too um i cannot remember the name of it now um morrigan's cross that Dance might be of the yeah. gods and yes i think Valley so of silence yes i think so the circle Is trilogy there... i think that's called yes that's sounding familiar to me i read it a long long time ago but does she or anyone else have something that might be I mean, because it was pretty heavily romance, but it also had vampires and all that stuff, too. So um, does she or anyone else have something in that, excuse the pun, vein? <laughs> so her trilogies um, tend to do that pretty well. Um, she has her Three Sisters Island trilogy, which starts with Dance Upon the Air. And that one um, is about witches. She mm -hmm. also has sort of a post-apocalyptic series mixed with magic where you see like elves and sorcerers. Um, I don't think there are vampires in it per se. Um, you learn some things about the fae. Um, mm. And the first book in that series is called Year One. Um, there's also her Key series, K-E-Y, um, and that starts with Key of Light. And it's kind of a, I don't know, like a, like a, people that can see prophecies and are able to sort of know what's going to happen in the future. There is a sort of past timeline element that is woven throughout that series. Um, and that one I did also really like. Um, she has started a new series, which I think is kind of ghosty. Um, and that is the, the Lost Bride series. And that one, um, it's just that the first book is out. And before that, she wrote a dragon series. Um one of the books in it is called The Awakening. I am not remembering the title of the first one at the moment. Um, but if you Google like Nora yes. Roberts and yeah. dragons, um, you should be able to find it. If we want to go back into like some old school, like vampire romance, Linda Lale Miller, L-A-E-L -E Miller 
has three or four books that are like vampire romances that were written like in the late 80s and early 90s before vampire books were as popular as they are now. Um, and they're, they're kind of fun. I haven't read them in quite a few years, so I'm not sure, you know, how well they hold up to sort of mm -hmm. like the sensibilities of today. But mm -hmm. I remember I did um, really like them. Um, one is called For All Eternity. Um, I think there's one called like Time Without End. Um, I think there are like four of them. And they are, you know, they, they have some historical elements. There's a little bit of time travel, although not much. Um, but it does kind of show you, like, where the whole, like, vampire romance thing started out. Mm -hmm. um, and and I, did, I did like them when I read them. Now, as I said, it's been probably, I don't know, 20 or 25 years now mm -hmm. um, since I first read them. But they, they could be worth yeah, you got a good taking memory. a look at. How do you remember all this stuff? Wow. <laughs> it's very admirable, girl. Wow. I'm impressed. I have a library in my brain. Yes, you do. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, but yeah, you could you could take a look at those. Um, those are definitely on Bard. Um, I think they were ported over from cassette, so you might have some of that like tape hiss in the background. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I think, um, like, I don't remember having any major trouble, like, with the narrators or anything. So that might be a, a good way to get them. Because I don't think they were ever done in commercial audio. Okay. Um, you could probably also find them on Bookshare. Um, and I don't know about Kindle. Like, they might not be in print anymore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But okay. they would be worth checking out if you can find them. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. You're so welcome. And Deborah has her hand raised. Deborah. Hello, I'm back again. I just had to run and have my supper and I came back. <laughs> Yay. Um, I downloaded a book. I haven't started reading it yet, but it's called Ticket in Me. It's about a uh, it's about a, a young doctor that loses his uh, sight and he um, he gets uh, um, a guide dog and it's um it tells the uh, it tells the story of him and his uh, uh, and his uh, his guide dog. Um, I can't remember the name of the author though, um, but it's a pretty popular book. And what did you say the title is? It's called Kika in Me. The name of the dog is Kika. A K I K A. I'm guessing. Yeah, I got it on my Braille sense here. I don't find it. Uh, let's see. Um, okay, let me see here. Um, okay. Uh, I wrote down the title Frostbitten. That I can ah, yes, Rebecca Zanetti. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let's find it here. Um, okay, let's find it. I downloaded it on my SD card. So let's see. Here we are. Kick it in me. Um, let me grab the author's name. Um, the author is 
Amit, that's A-M-I-T, Amit Patel, P-A-T-E-L. Awesome. Mm -hmm. I will definitely be adding that to my rather uh, monstrous pile of, of things that I hope to read sometime soon. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got a bunch of books here that I've um that I've downloaded. And uh, how many uh, books? That's a good problem to have. Uh well, I have a book here called Kill Switch. I haven't read it yet, but I think it's a uh uh I think it's um I can get you the author if you like. Is it Kill Joel Shepard? Uh, let's have a look. Bill, B-I-L-L, -L, Shaw, S-H-A-W. Ah. Okay, a different book with the same title. Mm -hmm, Tricky. Mm -hmm. Another one I've got is a book called Switch Switchboard Soldiers. It's... Um, oh, yes, Jennifer Chiaverini. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yep, so you've, you've got that. Historical fiction. Mm -hmm. I read a book that she wrote a few years ago about uh, women's suffrage um, yeah. that I I really enjoyed. Um, and then I read one about the wife of Abraham Lincoln that I mm -hmm. didn't end up liking as much. Um, but mm -hmm. I, I did like uh, the Women's March book. Yeah. Um, and there are books that I've got um, about um, uh, foster foster cares, like books oh, from uh, yes. Kathy Glass, Casey Watson. Yeah, uh, there's a book called uh, "Skin Deep" by Casey mm -hmm. Watson. My friend Lynn is on this call, and uh, she and I talk about foster care memoirs all the time. Oh, yeah. Because yes, uh, there are yeah. so many good ones. We are very sad because it looks like Kathy Glass is retiring. Oh, yeah. Um, and this this is a, like a, a big blow. <laughs> yeah, because she's so good with her, you know, with the most troubled kids. I mean, yes. my goodness. Yeah. Yes. There's also Maggie Hartley, um, who yeah, is another a, foster kid yeah, that I right. love a lot. Yeah. Yeah. She's uh, she's so good. Yeah. They're all they're all really uh, they're all really good. Um, this one I've got my hands on is "Kiss Mummy Goodbye." Oh yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Who is it by now? Let's see. <laughs> Ooh, sorry bless you um joy fielding is oh yes yes that's a mystery uh mystery thriller kind of thing mm -hmm. joy fielding has done some good stuff over the years i think she's also done some things that are like not as good just things that i, I haven't yeah. enjoyed as much yeah, but um, secrets and lies, I think, will always be one of my very, very favorite mm -hmm. uh, joy fielding books. 
Uh, Dean, how I, are we on raised hands? We don't have anyone at the okay. moment. All right. However, every time I say that, it changes. So, well, oh, that, that's okay. That's okay. I have another book that I got my fingers on called Last Rites. Oh. And it is. Matter about religion or murder? I don't know. Um, <laughs> Barbara Nedel, N A D E L. I'm thinking murder. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. As I think I remember seeing that name in like mystery and, and detective novels. Mm hmm. All right, well, I'm going to talk about some more new books because that's always a, a great thing to do. Yep. I do want to say, aside from new books, um, that if you are looking for a podcast, you can find me on the Book Bistro podcast. And we've been there now for about five, five plus years. Um, there are lots of lots, lots and lots of episodes um, we also, we cover new books each week and also um, do books that relate to a theme. We have author interviews. So if you're looking for something um, and you want to hear more book talk, definitely check us out. We are on most major podcatchers. Uh, we do a group episode on Fridays and then I talk about new books on Tuesday morning. Tomorrow, we will have an author interview with Lana Ferguson, who is a contemporary romance author um, who has published her second book um, in December. And um, that interview will air tomorrow. And let's see. Let's take a look at books coming out the week of the 9th, which is a week that we won't be here on Book Match because it is the second Thursday and we aren't here those days. Um, Mystery and Thriller. Rachel Hawkins is releasing The Heiress and Rachel Hawkins has done just a bunch of really great stuff. Some of it is like paranormal. Some of it is mystery. Some of it is young adult. Um, she's just one of those authors that it seems like she can write anything. Um, so if you've never uh, checked her out before, I would highly recommend it. Um, the Heiress is her latest one. And it will be coming out, as I said, on January 9th. Um, I'm looking quickly here to see what else we have. I have a huge file here that um, is just full of new release information for January. And whereas that is a good thing to have, it does um, take me a minute to find things in it. Um, so we also... If you like young adult fantasy and you've been uh, looking for like something with magicians, we have the Atlas Complex. And this is Atlas Book 3 by Olivier Blake. And that is coming out on the 9th as well. Um, let's see here. 
I'm still looking because a lot of things are coming um, like toward the end of the month, which, you know, is good for the end of the month, but is not always the best um, if you're looking for something, something sooner than that. Um, a young adult novel that I am very excited about is um, Aria Kanya's Bollywood Moment. And this is a young adult contemporary with some family dynamics and romantic elements. Um, this is by Aroshi Avashet, and I'm going to spell that. It's A-R-U-S-H-I, and the last name is A-V-A-C-H-A-T. And that is coming out on the 9th as well. Um... Let's see here. Lots of things coming on the 30th, which is a, a great day, um, but also a day kind of, you know, too far in the future. Um, I am very fascinated by a book that's called Dungeons and Drama, and it's by Christy Boyce. Um, it kind of reminds me of, like, Dungeons and Dragons, so I'm not sure if it's going to be, like, a a book about gaming, um, maybe gaming gone wrong, but I am definitely um, planning to check this one out. We also have a new Araminta Hall coming next week, and this is called One of the Good Guys. And Araminta Hall writes these very, very dark, creepy psychological suspense novels. Um, her novel, Our Kind of Cruelty, the first one I read by her and it really really freaked me out and is kind of like the the benchmark for good romantics or good um, psychological suspense so I'm always super excited for a new Araminta Hall and this one is coming out next week it is called One of the Good Guys um let's see here um Lots of things coming out toward the end. I feel like a broken record as I keep saying this. Um, but I'm hoping that as you know, the weeks go on, I will find more new releases. I usually make one big list um, for each month. But sometimes I have to go back and add things to these lists as I find out about new releases. Um, I also have to tell you that Jane Ann Krentz, who, if you are a romance reader, you may remember from like years ago, um, she writes as Jane Ann Krentz, Jane Castle, and Amanda Quick. But under Jane Ann Krentz, she is releasing a book called The Night Island. And this goes with her Lost Night Files series. It is book two. And that is coming out on Tuesday. Um, let's see here. What else am I finding? Um, good things coming out on the 16th, which I will be very happy to tell you about um, when we are here next time. Um, but it looks like those are pretty much the new releases um, that you have to look forward to 
that I have found notable. Obviously, you know, there are far more books in the world than I could ever um, hope to tell you about. But these are some things that I have found um, found notable. All right. So we are going to start winding down. Um, I think we are getting close to the top have 12 of the minutes. hour. 12 minutes. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, I'm going to call one more time for raised hands. And if there aren't any, then I think we're going to call it for tonight because I don't necessarily see the sense in drawing it out uh, for 12 more minutes if nobody has anything else to add. No one yet. All right. Then I'm going to thank you all so incredibly much for joining me tonight. And I will urge you to come back. We will be here again on, dates are hard, on Thursday, the 18th of January. So definitely um, join me then. Same time, same place. As I said, we are here the first and third Thursdays of each month. If you would like to get a hold of me between now and then, you can send an email to community at acb.org. Let Cindy know that you want to get a hold of Shannon from Bookmatch, and she will pass that on. Um, as I said, you can also find me on the Book Bistro podcast. Definitely look that up if you're looking for lots of bookish greatness. Thank you so much to Jean for hosting and Brad for streaming and to all of you for attending and participating. I appreciate you immensely.